I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, I regret to inform you that today, my good friend, Wiley, a.k.a. The Venomous Stare, will not be joining me as I recap yesterday's game between Dallas and Pittsburgh. Wiley is not feeling well today. Wiley, hope you feel better soon. I'm sure everybody is hoping for you to get better well soon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can honestly say that yesterday was really quite heartbreaking. Dallas losing to Pittsburgh 24-19. Pittsburgh improves to 8-0, while Dallas degrades down to 2-7. What's really heartbreaking about the whole situation, ladies and gentlemen, is that Dallas could have won it. No, they had it. They had the win, but 15 unanswered points in the fourth quarter by the Steelers. Two late crucial penalties committed by Jalen Smith specifically. That took it away. And honestly, the truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't actually watch the game. No, not because I thought the Cowboys were going to get killed. Because as you recall, when Wiley and I previewed the game, I predicted Dallas losing 38-6. to Now, granted, before that, I was unaware that Garrett Gilbert was going to start the game. But I figured it doesn't matter who starts. There's too many negatives on the team. Nothing's going right. There's no way we win. I guess it's time to say that maybe I got too carried away. Maybe I was being too hard. So maybe I was just simply being too hateful. I'll admit, me predicting Dallas lose 38-6, to well, maybe that was uncalled for. But the fact that we lost 24-19 and we could have won the game, we really put up a fight against a brutal Pittsburgh team, well, I guess I was wrong. Now, when I found out about Garrett Gilbert starting... I had a thought in my head because Garrett Gilbert is a guy that I'm very, very familiar with. As many of you know, I grew up loving the Texas Longhorns. Unfortunately, there was a day the Texas Longhorns were in the BCS National Championship game. Colt McCoy got hurt early on and could not come back to the game. And there came in a true freshman by the name of Garrett Gilbert who almost led the Longhorns to a comeback win but just could not get the job done in a heartbreaking fashion. When I didn't hear the name of Garrett Gilbert, ladies and gentlemen, at one point, this dude was, I believe, the second best high school quarterback in the nation in 2009, right behind Matt Barkley of California. When Garrett Gilbert, when I found out that he was heavily recruited, that he verbally committed to play for the University of Texas, to say that I was excited, ladies and gentlemen, would be one hell of an understatement. I was so excited because I felt, I mean, a lot of people felt that this guy, guy, Garrett Gilbert could be bigger than Colt McCoy, could be bigger than Vince Young. This dude could have been the best quarterback the Texas Longhorns ever had. Unfortunately, it did not work out that way. I'm not going to say it's Garrett Gilbert's fault. I'm not going to say it's anybody's fault. Because at, this, at the end of the day, I, can't, I don't have the proof to back it. All I can say is, it just simply did not work out. But that's the past. And now we'll talk about now. What's really special in Gil Gilbert's case going into this game is this was actually his first career NFL start. 
Now, he has started and had some playing time in the preseason over the years, but this was the first time he actually started an NFL game. Now, him being from Texas, that's got to be very special for him to start for a team in his home state, especially the Dallas Cowboys. Now, unfortunately, uh, Garrett Gilbert finished his career and college career at Southern Methodist University, not far from where I live. He was a sixth-round draft pick. He was drafted by the Rams, who at the time were in St. Louis, was on the practice squad, then one of the was on the Patriots practice squad. He was on many practice squads, many training camps for the teams like the Browns, Detroit Lions, just to name a few. It just seemed like the NFL was not going well for Garrett Gilbert. Now, last year he was part of the XFL, you know, playing for the for the team in Orlando, and is actually doing a pretty good job. So the 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 fact that you know he was finally you know when he was signed to the practice squad just a few weeks ago, I was like, huh, okay, well. We do need to keep a quarterback just in case. I mean, and by the way, I was wrong. It was not the XFL. It was the Alliance of American Football, the AAF, last year. Played for the team in Orlando, you know, a 7-1 record and a playoff berth. But while suspended operations took place, Garrett Gilbert came back to to the NFL. I can honestly say, ladies and gentlemen, that Garrett Gilbert did a whole lot better than I could have ever anticipated. Now, did he make mistakes? Sure. I mean, we all remember that crucial interception he threw in the end zone that was intercepted by uh, Fitzpatrick of the Steelers. I get that is definitely not good on Gilbert's end, but it was his first career start. Okay, he was not going to be perfect. But the fact that he was able to have some good passes against a very tough Pittsburgh defense, well, that has my respect. Gary Gilbert completed 21 of 38 passes, 243 yards with one touchdown and one interception. That's very, very respectable. Very respectable indeed. And honestly, it would be stupid, and I mean absolutely stupid, if the Dallas Cowboys did not stick with Garrett Gilbert as the starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Now, from what I understand, there was a rumor that Stephen Jones said this morning that Andy Dalton will be starting after the bye week. Well... If they just gave it to the, it's just if they just gave the starting position back to Andy Dalton just like that, in my opinion, that is a stupid, and I mean a very stupid mistake. Okay, and apparently it seems like according to NFL.com, Stephen Jones did say Andy Dalton is to resume the starting role when he's cleared to play. Now I don't have anything against Andy Dalton. No, I I have nothing at all. The problem is, in from what I understand, in in my view. When Garrett Gilbert had a great game, it is not fair to just take the starting job away from him like that, okay? We have to see what he can keep going. He needs to keep going, honestly. And the fact that he had a good game against a tough Pittsburgh defense, that, ladies and gentlemen, tells me that this guy can play. He's finally gotten that. He finally had a chance to start a game. He took advantage of it. He did a damn good job. But... Since the Cowboys are on a bye week this week, I um next week the right before Thanksgiving they'll play the Minnesota Vikings, and then on Thanksgiving they'll play the Washington Football Team. I figured the way Garrett Gilbert plays, the way he can throw, the way he really I mean he even has some good rushing plays. I figured Garrett Gilbert can have one hell of a Thanksgiving. I really believe that Garrett Gilbert could lead the Cowboys to win on on Thanksgiving because at this point, while the more losses the better because I think Dallas is now with the third overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. If there's one win that I would beg God to give the Cowboys, it's the win on Thanksgiving against the Washington Washington football team. 
Because honestly, I don't like Washington beating us at home. And honestly, I just want to see Dallas win on Thanksgiving because the truth is, I just want to have a very, very good Thanksgiving. Even though technically when they lose, they're still good because my mom makes the best food. But I want a Cowboys win on Thanksgiving. So now I'm, I'm going to dig down into this game. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I did not watch the game, but I was listening to it on the radio. Opening drive, how the, th- the fact that the Cowboys defense was able to force stops, was able to make th- the Steelers punt, that was just, that's uh, the first thing that caught my mind, okay? I was like, huh. And then Dallas, on the very first o- offensive drive, they drive down the field to get three points. I was like, okay, maybe that, maybe that's just like that's just three points. Maybe Pittsburgh is going to start coming, is going to start their destruction. It didn't happen. Dallas's defense was just making play after play, but the problem is the lack of turnovers, the fact that they could not get to the quarterback. That's really what hurt the Cowboys' defense. Before I, I jump into the the horrendous fourth quarter, I mean, at at one point Dallas had a thirteen nothing lead. But at halftime, it was thirteen to nine because within within less than two minutes, the Pittsburgh Steelers would score nine unanswered points. Nine unanswered points, and the fact that on one play, Chris Boswell, who by the way went to Keller Fossil Ridge High School, which you know I went to Keller High School, Keller uh, Boswell kind of grew up in the same town I did. I did see him play high school football one time. The fact that he had missed a 54-yard field goal, and then there was a penalty on Pittsburgh for false start, he had an, and then he had another chance from 59 yards, and he made it. That is just plain humiliating for Dallas. The fact that the pe- a penalty pushes the Steelers back, and after they miss a field goal, and that penalty and that gives them another chance, and they get it. That just was not very good for Dallas. Now, unfortunately, the fact that Dallas's defense could not get to the quarterback, well. Technically, they did once, and then it, it was a fumble. Unfortunately, because of a penalty by Jalen Smith, that was taken away. Now, that's the two crucial penalties I'm talking about. One of them, which honestly, in my opinion, was quite ridiculous. I mean, I did not see the play, but based on the pictures, stuff I've seen on social media, it seems like that penalty on Jalen Smith for roughing the passer was just not fair. And what's even unfair, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that Gerald Gilbert got hit by J.J. Watt in a very similar fashion, and the referees did not throw the flag. Unbelievable. But at the same time, I can't. I can't blame. I can't. We can't just say because of that one play that we lost. The fact is, we had a 13-0 lead, and we let nine unanswered points go. That that seemingly went things wrong. And the fact that we, we we would go deep, and there was that kickoff return, and we had to settle for a field goal. That's unacceptable. When we when we were in the red zone, we had two. Uh, turnovers in the, in the red zone. I'm not sure. Well, not exactly the red zone, but there was that interception, which, which was. And then CeeDee Lamb making that catch and fumbling, that's really what hurt us. The fact that we made mistakes of our own, committing turnovers, not scoring when we should have scored, that was really what hurt the Cowboys. All right. Now I'm looking at the stats. The Cowboys just, man, 364 total yards while keeping Pittsburgh to 355 keeping Pittsburgh to only 46 yards of rushing offense while Dallas had nearly 150, okay? I'm just looking at these. I mean, this Cowboys defense did good from uh, keeping Pittsburgh to a 5-for-13 third-down efficiency and 0-for-2 on fourth down. 
Now, that's definitely something good. But the problem is the fact that there was those penalties. The Cowboys could not sack the quarterback. They could not force turnovers. That's painful, ladies and gentlemen. That's extremely painful. And like I said, there was a time where Ben Roethlisberger supposedly fumbled the ball, but it was nullified because of a crew, because of a penalty that really shouldn't have happened. It's a shame, ladies and gentlemen. It's a damn shame, really, because the fact is, the Cowboys could have won this game, but they just could not do it. Now I'm looking at the rushing game. Tony Pollard, 9 carries, 57 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, 18 carries for 51 yards. Okay. Man, you know, speaking of speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, it was said that before the game he would not play against Pittsburgh. However, hours before the game, updates came that he was actually going to play against Pittsburgh. But I figured they were going to limit his touches because if he had he had suffered from what was said to be a hamstring injury. So I figured, you know what, as a precaution, keep Ezekiel Elliott inactive. Let's give the ball to Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard actually had a couple of great plays. Like, had, I think, two plays where he had three rushed for on a 20-yard rush, okay? It seems like, at this point, we may have to, the Cowboys may have to stick with Tony Pollard more because Tony Pollard's actually doing a good job. As far as Zeke goes, like, I respect the guy, but this year has just been horrible. Aside from the fumbles and everything, Zeke Elliott's just not having a year. But at the same time, there's been a problem with the offensive line because Tyron Smith is out. We, we haven't had Lyle Collins all year, and we won't have him at all. You know, Tyler Biotich, by the way, suffered an injury during warm-ups. And as I, before I started recording, I saw that he's going to be out for multiple weeks. I think at this point, since, it's, since we're halfway through the season, I say we're probably not going to see this guy until probably late December. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it was said to be a hamstring injury, but as far as I know, nothing's confirmed. And what's even amazing, I'm looking at Gail Gilbert's rushing. Three ru- carries for 28 yards. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, there was a time I saw him I saw on the radio. He rushed for a 12 yards, you know, for, to get a first down. I mean, I'm just going to say it like it is, ladies and gentlemen. Gail Gilbert really impressed the hell out of me. I mean, unfortunately, the interception kind of says something else. But Garrett Gilbert really had a hell of a game. And honestly, he needs to, he needs to keep, continue to start. He should start against the Vikings. He should start against Washington. He should probably start for the rest of the season because that is what's best for the Cowboys. Now, I'm a, I'm a little bit torn now. As much as it's painful to see the Cowboys lose, at this point, they're in the position. The more losses, the better because, like I said, the more losses they have, if they, if they finish 10-14, there's a very high chance they have a top 5 overall draft pick. Now, as far as draft pick goes against projected picks, I'm not going to get into that just yet. That's something that I have to do that with Wiley, a.k.a. the Ben Mister, And now now is honestly not the time to talk about draft picks. Now, let's talk about the receiving core. CeeDee Lamb had that touchdown. He was caught that touchdown. The only sour thing as far as CeeDee Lamb goes was that fumble. Now, I'm not going to throw CeeDee Lamb under the bus because, look, fumbles happen. It was a mistake. And even with that fumble, the Cowboys still could have won. So we're not going to blame that early fumble on C.D. Lamb. I mean, it was that it was that fumble that allowed the Pittsburgh to, to score within that you know, before halftime. So that that's the painful part. You know, Amari Cooper five catches, sixty-seven yards. Dalton Schultz four catches, forty-eight yards. You know, this was actually pretty good. This was pretty good. Now, the defense, you know, even the, the defense, you know, to my amazement, that several tackles for loss, and Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory, both just 
I mean, I was listening on the radio. Those two guys were doing great tackles together. Neville Gelman and Randy Gregory side-by-side. Side. This is something special for the Dallas Cowboys. I only pray, and I seriously mean I only pray that Randy Gregory does not mess up again. He can stay in the NFL, stay active, stays healthy. The Cowboys need to keep the guy. He's very talented. He just obviously, from what was promised, he has a problem with weed. But you know what? That does not make him a bad person. I only hope that he's... Not going to mess up again because, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, while a lot of us have probably given up on Randy Gregory, he is a very unique talent, and the Dallas Cowboys need him. Now, where do the Cowboys go from here? Well, since this week there's the bye week, and I was actually unaware of it, I I, I really should have seen it coming because, you know, they hadn't had the bye week until this week. The Dallas Cowboys played the Minnesota Vikings next week. And for me, that's the game. I think, I'm thinking about my good friend and mentor, Steve Adams, because he's a huge fan of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Vikings, you know, they had their, their way against the Cowboys last year, especially with screen passes, the running game, and Dallas, you know, with, with that horrible, you know, play calling, especially on that play that, you know, ended the game for Dallas. The Cowboys need to take this bye week. You know they need to take advantage of it. Get rested, get focused. I mean, as we said earlier, apparently Stephen Jones said that as soon as Dalton's cleared, he's to resume the role of a starting quarterback. Now, if that happens, I'll let you all know this: I will be extremely, extremely disappointed because I mean, look. But it's like I said, I don't have anything against Dalton. You know. I'm not going to say he's a horrible player because, you know, when he was playing, the offensive line was... You know, the offensive line has gradually improved, you know, uh, you know, especially in this game. The offensive line looked good even though uh, Gilbert was sacked twice. But the fact that Gilbert was able to have three uh, plays, you know, three rushing yards for 28... Excuse me, three rushes for 28 yards, that's a little bit of an of improvement. So, so, that being said, I still think Garrett Gilbert should remain the starting quarterback, but unfortunately... That is not my decision to make. Now, if Andy Dalton starts against the Vikings, well, the truth is I'm not going to say anything about it. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, Dalton sucks. He's, he should not start. I mean, look, because that's not the right thing to say. I mean, I'm not going to say Dalton is a terrible quarterback, even though I strongly believe in my heart that Garrett Gilbert should still be the starter. At the end of the day, I guess I could, all I can say is it is what it is. I hope Andy Dalton can actually, you know, I hope Andy Dalton can have good games too. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I am extremely torn between a Cowboys win and a loss because, like, like I said, I'm sure a lot of you fans can agree with me. You know, at this point, they want we, we all want the Cowboys to tank because so we can have the higher draft pick. Now, throughout my writing sports writing career, I've always said that tanking is not a good thing because when you purposely lose, you damage the game of the reputation. You, you damage your reputation. But in the case that you want to get the high draft pick so you can start rebuilding the team. I guess in a case I do understand it. Now, as I said earlier, if there's one if there's one win I really want Dallas to have, it's on Thanksgiving against the Washington Football Team. Now, if Garrett Gil and I still and I'm still gonna stick with that gun, if Garrett Gilbert is the starting quarterback going in that game, and the offensive line can do well, he can have a good game. You know, he can avoid the interceptions, connect well with Ceedee Lamb, and, and hopefully Ceedee Lamb can hold on to the ball. And, you know, hopefully the Dallas defense can sack the quarterback, commit some, uh, force some turnovers, and then the Cowboys don't commit any turnovers. Dallas can have a, a very good game against Washington and, you know, just and have a, a blessed Thanksgiving. But, 
that remains to be seen because, you know, we still have to get through the Vikings and we still have to see if Andy Dalton's cleared. Now, do I see him being cleared at all? I mean, right now he's on the current restricted COVID-19 list. I'm not sure if he actually tested positive for the virus. I don't know what's going on. Last I heard is that he did, in fact, have a concussion. We all remember that play against the Washington football team up in our nation's capital. But as far as Don's health goes, I'm not sure what's going on. If he's on the COVID-19 restricted list, I, I told Wiley uh, when, when we were previewing the game against the Steelers that I guess he's going to be out for at least two weeks. I mean, that's definitely that, that's different because of the uh, quarantine thingy, but I'm not sure if he's actually been at practice or he's been quarantining. But the bottom line is, is while I do respect I do have a lot of respect for Andy Dalton. You know, I watched him uh, play at TCU, and I, and I am a fan of him. I think it's better to stick with Garrett Gilbert because Gail Gilbert, Garrett Gilbert did a good job. He's playing well. He's got a good throwing arm. And you know, and speaking of Garrett Gilbert, the fact that he had he was only on the team for a couple weeks, you know, did not have that much plan, not, did not have much time to study the game plan to know what's going on. The fact that he did a good job that tells me something. He learned. He's a fast. If he's a fast learner, then that's good. But the bottom line is, it would be a bad mistake to take the starting duties away from Garrett Gilbert. Now, as far as Gilbert goes, I might be overreacting. Maybe I'm getting too excited because what if he has a bad game against Minnesota? What if he has? What if he's horrible? Then we go back to Dalton. Well, I'll definitely be feeling like an idiot if that happens. But, but the the truth is, since Garrett Gilbert did a good job, we have to see what else he can do. That's the key right there. Let's see what else he can do, and then we make the official decision. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since this is the Cowboys week, this week there will be no other preview. There won't be a, a recap, but we will see you next week when Wiley and I, or possibly I will try to get Steve to be on the show to, to, re, to preview the Vikings game. We will see, but regardless, I will be here to preview the game and recap the game. But for now, we'll all enjoy the bye week. Hope everybody has a good week. I'll talk to you all soon. Easy and go Cowboys.